Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Now we're talking, kids. What's up, y'all? The Danny Palmer Show has returned. Noises, sounds, words, and pod complete. Just kidding. Uh, I just got back from uh, Tampa, Florida, where I grew up a couple days ago. I uh, went down there to open for Julio Gallerati. The hilarious host of Oops the Podcast. By the way, I am on Oops the Podcast this week. Uh, it's uh, if you guys have heard it before, you know what it is. If not, it's my buddy Julio and uh, our other friend Ryan, and um, they interviewed me about like potential topics that could be on Oops, and what, and then they graded my potential topics. Like for example, one of my topics was I hate when you're walking in like a narrow corridor. And there's a lot of people, and somebody's walking super fast. It's like, dude, why, slow the fuck down. Are you, are you the most important person on the planet? Are we just supposed to not exist because you want to walk fast? Slow down. Be aware of your surroundings and empathetic towards others. God damn it. I hate that shit. So they like those kinds of topics. So that worked pretty well. Anyways, um, went down to Tampa. And you know, I feel like I've got some pretty uh, good travel tips, you know? Like if I had an early morning flight, seven a.m. out of JFK, obviously, you know you get hungry if you could wake up early early for a flight. You get hungry sooner than you would if you had a later flight. You know what I mean? Like if you woke up at your normal time, you wouldn't be hungry for breakfast until then. But if you wake up super early, you're gonna be hungry for breakfast earlier. So don't just sit there in the ca- cab or car or train or whatever. Not I have a little cold. Um, not having eaten. That's insane. Even if it's super early in the morning. So what I do is I pack like two to three Nutrigrain bars. Those are delicious. And then some cold brew. So it's easy. You don't have to make waste time making coffee before you get in the car, before you go to the airport. Now on the ride to the airport and a banana. So now you've got three Nutrigrain bars, a banana, a paper towel for a napkin, and a cold brew all in your lap. It's so easy. Get to the airport. The drink is gone. It's consumed. It's in your stomach. You're not bringing liquids through security. And now you had a nice little breakfast. And then you can continue to feed and, and find coffee for yourself at the airport and throughout the day. <laughs> Anyways, I've noticed uh, I grew up in Tampa. I noticed there's like a distinct subcategory of people there. And it is fun Tampa ladies. <laughs> I saw a fun Tampa lady at the airport. And they're, they're usually like in their like late 30s, maybe 40s. They usually have kind of like bleach blonde hair. Their skin is a little like weathered, a little sun weathered. And they like to, you know, like serve drinks and like smoke marble lights. They're like really fun people. And they're just like, they're fun Tampa ladies. And I've seen them ever since I was a kid and they're still there and they will always be there. So cheers to fun Tampa ladies. Keep it going, you know? Yeah. So Julio, a uh, hilarious comic. He's so nice to me. He lets me open for him on some of his road dates and it's like so cool and there were like over 200 people at the shows I did for him. It's it's just fucking amazing, you know. And I was talking to um uh, a lady on the show Saturday night, Jessica Singleton. She's an LA comic. She's fucking hilarious. And we, we we started talking about comedy and like, you know, you feel this like pressure when you write jokes and when you perform to like be amazing and you know, are you getting enough followers and enough likes? And then we were talking about um I know that Louis C.K. sucks, but he did have this good idea. <laughs> to write in the top of your uh, notebook on every page, um, remember to have fun. And, she, and you know, I was talking about like, I feel like every time I post something online, if I have this paranoid feeling in my head that like three of my closest guy friends 
are looking at the like for example like a good vibes video that i posted online and they're texting each other about what a fucking idiot loser i am for posting that and i'm like danny that is completely preposterous i mean it's maybe not so far-fetched because my friends would definitely do that kind of thing <laughs> but it wouldn't be mean-spirited it wouldn't be like oh danny's not funny or creative and we, we he sucks and we hate him it wouldn't be like that at all it would be in a spirit of jest. And so I shouldn't let that deter me from posting things that I think are fun. And just like, so Jessica and I were talking about, like, just do it to have fun. That's the main point. In comedy and in life too, you know? Like, fuck the industry. Fuck the likes. Fuck what your your head is telling you. Just post and do the fun things. And hopefully that'll resonate with people, you know? So there you go. There's some advice from a comedian that hasn't made it. So if that's something you want to, like, put in your fucking... And your cap? I don't know if I can know, dude. Some of my notes that I put for the pod, I have no idea. Florida is one big Midwestern ride. The weather is calm. What, Danny? What does that mean? Florida just got here. The morals are up in the air. I must have written these down late at night. I don't even know why, what that means. Oh, also, I want to say, I heard this on a on a TV show a couple of nights ago. They were like, oh, yeah, well, you can you can wear that hat when you get to Tampa or something like that. And I'm like... Why are people always shitting on Tampa? People use Tampa as a punchline. The people there are smart. They're nice. Uh, you know, we have good weather. We're friendly. I don't like people shit on Tampa. There's no need to shit on Tampa, dude. You know, I have some very beautiful and poignant childhood memories growing up there. My parents' friends, the Sansons, remember the Sansons? They came into town <laughs> from Cleveland one year when I was like fucking 12 years old and we went to Tampa Bay itself. Where was it? Bayshore Harbor Island? I don't fucking remember the names of the shit, dude. Um, but they had these little swan boats. And I had the biggest crush on their daughter, Christina. I think we were both about 15 or something like that. And she and I went out in this swan boat on this still lake. And I was it was like the most romantic thing I'd ever experienced in my entire life before or since. And I just remember thinking her legs look really really nice and stuff like that. And like literally nothing happened, but I was like head over heels, you know? Obviously, I didn't say anything to her or try anything because I was just a coward. I was just scaredy cat. Dude, scared. But uh, it was great. Oh, so um, we did these shows in St. Pete. The first one was at Coastal Creative, which is a super cool venue. And it's like a video recording studio. And they have art exhibits. And it's awesome. And then um, I went across the bay to Ybor City to this club called Gimmick. And uh, it's like a really cool new comedy club. It's kind of underground. If you're familiar with the creek and the cave and it, well, it was in New York. Now it's in Austin. It's kind of like that kind of vibe, like kind of the indie comedy venue. And I did a show there Friday night. And this lady in the audience was talking just like relentlessly, which usually doesn't happen. But I was like, I, I told her, I was like, all right, you know, I got it from here. I was being friendly with her, but like it was getting a little bit too much. And then at one point, she kept talking, and I was like, you know what? Maybe just maybe you should just go back to your day job selling meth or whatever the fuck it is you do. <laughs> uh, and everybody liked it, and then she got quiet. <laughs> but it was fine. She was cool. Nothing, you know. It was it was just a fun little. Show. Why am I? Why why am I? I can't do my girlfriend voice with this fucking cold, dude. <laughs> I was going to do it, but I cannot. I cannot. My friend Clay went to see Dave Matthews Band. I like Dave. The old stuff is amazing, you know, but like, I feel like his new stuff is just so hard. And he said, uh, this is what he said in a group text message. Hey, Dave Matthews, let's take a hard pass on the 11 minute organ solo. Some of us aren't high and we have to be at work in the morning. (laughs) Oh, also, I heard in this podcast, this guy said that he uses chat GPT as kind of like a trusted friend. I think I've talked about this in the pod before. So I started using it on my Tampa trip a lot, you know. 
Because, you know, when you're on a trip, you have like time to like travel and you're like on your phone more. It was really fun. And I asked it if, uh, if I had a chance of dating Dua Lipa. And I thought this response was pretty great. It said, predicting personal relationships, especially with celebrities, is impossible. Dua Lipa's dating choices are her own and influenced by numerous factors. Focus on building connections with people based on shared interests and mutual respect in your own life. My friend Tim was like, yeah, AKA, you don't have a shot in hell, Palmer. Dua Lipa's dating choices are her own. Have more painful words, crushing and true, Arab and spoken. <laughs> I love you, Dua. I've noticed something. I'm not going to use specifics because it wouldn't be nice, but I've definitely noticed this pattern where like some people, if you look at them, you're just like, if I was really high, I would not want to be around that person. You know, I guess it's mean to say, but like it was just a thought that popped in my head. <laughs> And I wrote it down to say it in the pod. And now that I've said it in the pod, I feel bad. But it's an honest thought. So, sorry. I'll try, I'll try not to do that. You're being mean, honey. Sorry, honey. I'll work on that. I love you. Oh, man. I forgot about this. I read this article about uh, like the ultra wealthy and the new like amenities and perks and like services that they're more and more often signing up for. Some of the shit is crazy. Um, this is a quote from the article. Keeping track of large staffs and several homes can, of course, be challenging. Some families hire an estate manager or chief of staff to run logistics and scheduling, and an experienced hand can make up to $350,000 a year. Goddamn. More wealthy New Yorkers are interested in full-time private chefs, according to leaders of private chef companies and domestic staffing agencies. The positions can commence can command salaries of about $150,000 a year and cover only lunch and dinner. Breakfast is often handled by a housekeeper while the chef is out at the market. Oh, of course. I mean, look, the chef can't be bothered to like make an omelet. That's pretty simple. He's at the market, dude. Chefs on the hunt for specialty items can use premium delivery services like Regalis Foods, where a $720 live Norwegian Red King crab is only a click away. God damn, dude. And then this continues on. While staff members can help handle pets, some New Yorkers prefer to send their dogs on daily hikes, often in wooded upstate areas where pets can run free. A private hike? Yeah, you don't want your dog to be around a bunch of other loser dogs, dude. A private hike can cost $250 a day through the service Shape Up Your Pup, including a quote-unquote report card summarizing the adventure. Dude, if if you're filling out a dog report card on how great its hike was... Well, you know, children are starving in South Sudan. I don't know if that's true. It sounds like it could be. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Um, the occasional group hike goes for $145 a day. Yeah. that Well, see, that's what you're going to... If you're, like, pretty rich, but not extremely rich, fuck the $250 solo dog hike. Just, like, slum it with the $145 group dog hike. <laughs> also, I learned this past week. Did you know that the phrase no can do is racist? Didn't know that. Apparently, back in the like 40s or something, um, I guess Americans would use no can do as like kind of like mimicking broken English or something from Chinese people or something like that. So apparently that's a racist phrase. So why don't you go back in your past and fucking undo that, you fucking pieces of shit. Okay. Also, did you know that Family Guy debuted in 1999 after the Super Bowl? That was so long ago. Didn't know that. Quick fact. That's it. Oh, I guess I incorrectly explained the origin of no can do. Um, This innocent sounding phrase, seeming phrase, is derived from... 
Pidgin English in the 19th century, when Americans said it to mock Chinese immigrants, I can't go for that and neither should you, is when it's shortened. So, yeah, that's bad. Don't do that, dude. Um, okay, there we go. Oh, all right. Well, it's a fairly short pod this week. I know that last week's was 16 minutes. Apparently, this one's going to top out at around 13 or 14. But you know what? I don't know, man. I'm not going to like just fucking shoot the shit after I've completed my content. Should I dramatically invest in this podcast and like get a studio and like, I mean, not that I could afford that, but if I had like video every week and like guests and shit and posted a lot of clips, yeah, if I didn't have a full time fucking job, okay, world, anytime the world wants to just like, you know, let me tour comedy clubs around the country, not have a, you know, relatively demanding day job, <laughs> then I'll be able to do that. Well, or am I just making excuses for myself? And I should try to find some sort of interim solution between now and then, now and that glorious day that may or may not come in the future <laughs> to make the pod more accessible via video. I know. I got to work on it. I got I a lot of things to do, Ryan. Okay. I got a lot of things to work on. Speaking of that, this kind of leads into my next quote here from Jim Rohn, whoever the fuck that is. You cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. I kind of love that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just what I was saying, you know, like, okay, I know what I want. You know what you want in your life, hopefully, long-term, right? Even if you don't. You probably have a vague idea of what it should be. But you can't just like get it. But you can change the things you do day to day to get you on the right path to whether or not that thing actually comes. Which also reminds me of another one of my favorite quotes from Finesse Mitchell. He used to be on Saturday Night Live. He's like, if you're doing comedy, just keep going, man. Just keep going. Don't give up. Because you never know where it's going to lead you. You never know. And he didn't say because you're going to get exactly what you want or because you're going to get your own talk show or you're going to get X or Y. He said, you don't know where it's going to lead you. Like maybe that's an even more enticing potential proposition. The unknown that could result from your efforts could be more appealing than the the thing that you envision you want, you know, your life to turn out to be. So that's kind of interesting. I love that. And then last thing I was reading this article, it was uh, Hank Azaria. He was he wrote a uh, op-ed tribute, or I guess an essay. Maybe it's not an op-ed if it's just kind of a tribute to somebody, but to Matthew Perry. And he said that uh, him one one day he and Matthew Perry walked into this uh, AA meeting. I figure it was like Kyle. I figure where it was and somewhere in LA, and it was like a thousand people. And Hank Azaria felt like intimidated by all the people. And Matthew Perry turned to him and said, "God is a bunch of drunks in a room." Um. And that the most unfortunate, terrible things we face are actually our greatest strength as they connect us with others. So like that community, that love, that support, that knowing sense when you're around a bunch of other people that face the same struggles and turmoils as you. That's what God is. That's what God was to him. So kind of that's a lovely little sentiment. Oh, look, we made it to 15 minutes. And my laptop thinks that Siri wants to... That I asked Siri a question, but it didn't. So now that little weird little ball is looking at me and spinning around and probably recording this and sending it to the Chinese government. So there you go. Thanks for listening to the old Danny Palmer show, kids. Danny Palmer NYC, Black Cat LES. Every Friday night, if you're in town in New York City, it's at 9 o'clock. It's on Instagram as well, at Black Cat Comedy. And uh, yeah, you know, there you go. That's that's the thing. Oh, I'm doing the Toronto Toronto Theater Opening for Julio Galrati again. I don't know what you mean by that. I'm not. Hey Siri, I felt like intimidated by the 
What? Dude, is Siri you're seriously doing this? Connect us with others so like that community that love that support but knowing since when you're around a bunch of Dude. Siri is just listening to what I'm saying. That's insane. It just recorded my whole thing now it's saying it back. Thanks that Siri wants to that I ask you a question but then so not a little weird little balls looking at me and spinning around and probably recording us and they got thanks listen to the old Danny Palmer show kids Danny Palmer and why. Say Black Atlas every Friday night if you're in town in New York City. It's nine o'clock. It's on Instagram as well at Black Cat Comedy. How about a web search? How about a web search for the thing, the paragraph I just said that the computer recorded? What the fuck was that, dude? That was wild, bro. Sorry, I just played it back, and it, it sounds like you might not be able to hear that very well on the recording. So I'm sorry if there was some dead air, but you might be able to faintly hear it, and that was wild. <laughs> Siri just recorded a paragraph and then said it back to me. It, it did. It's opening again. Stop listening to me, Siri. Oh, my God. Thank you for listening to the Danny Palmer Show. Wow, we made it to 17 minutes. That's pretty impressive. Is it? Is it, Danny? Is it? Keep an eye out for Fun Tampa ladies and buy them a drink. Have a nice weekend. You jeans. Come.